0: All right, this is Brent Leary, and I'm speaking today with Gene Marks. Now, Gene is a small business owner. He has a 10-person tech firm focused on CRM and helping companies really understand how to do find, catch, and keep with customer uh, relationship management. But in addition to that, he's also a, a prolific writer. He writes for Inc., he writes for Forbes, he writes for uh, New York Times. Uh, I'm just glad I have a few minutes with him now before he has to start writing again. So, Gene, thanks for joining <laughs> me today.
1: Thanks, folks. It's great to be here.
0: <laughs> so uh, I told them a little bit about you, but maybe you can just fill in a, a couple of more pieces of, of personal background before we jump into this whole idea of Bitcoin and where it's going and where it could go if the right person jumps in.
1: Yeah, that's cool. No, just very quickly. So yeah, I do run a, a 10-person technology firm. My, my firm serves five CRM applications, and then we provide all the services around it. We're based outside of Philadelphia and have about 600 clients that we serve. Uh, and then you're right, I do a lot of writing. So. Uh, I write every day for the New York Times and once a week for Inc. and Forbes, Entrepreneur.com, Fox Business, The Huffington Post, and Philadelphia Magazine. So we were just talking earlier. I get up early, I do my writing early, and then I go and I run my business. all about small business management, technology, topics like that.
0: And of course, one of the things that you wrote recently on your Forbes column is all about will Bitcoin be okay to use at some point in time? And particularly if one person thinks, uh, kind of evangelize it, you think it could go mainstream. So before we jump into exactly if Bitcoin is going to make it or not, maybe you could explain a little bit about what Bitcoin actually is.
1: Right, I hope I can now. Is they, <laughs> I mean, think, I mean, Brent, it's, it, it, it's a virtual currency, right? It is, it's something that you and I can actually create out of thin air if we so choose and if we are smart enough to go through a very complex mathematical algorithm that people can answer and and create for themselves Bitcoin. And Bitcoins are created every day and they have value. They are used and exchanged and traded and now more and more are being used to purchase products from some pretty well known websites. But the thing is about Bitcoin is that it's a virtual currency. So Whether you create your own Bitcoin, believe me, it ain't easy to do, or you buy Bitcoin with with actual dollars and store them in a virtual savings account, you can then use them to buy things. And Bitcoins themselves dramatically have changed in value. They go up and they go down because they're unregulated and they're untaxed. And a lot of governments are keeping a very close eye about them. They're quite controversial as to whether or not uh, they are something that can really be uh, abused so that's what a bitcoin is and uh, it has been growing significantly in popularity particularly over the past year or two
0: yeah, it's kind of interesting because uh, as you talked about in a previous conversation we had yeah, there are some really hardcore guys around bitcoin they're rabid about it it's a it's a relatively small community but these folks are really you know are almost like the true believers What do you think it will take in order for it to go from the true believers to the main streeters?
1: Well, what I wrote about in Forbes kind of encompasses that. I mean, I I believe there is one guy in the world that could legitimize Bitcoin, and that guy is Jeff Bezos from Amazon. Uh, This is a virtual currency. Um, It's only used online, and it's used to buy online products. And although some retailers online, most notably overstock.com, are now accepting Bitcoins, uh, the world's largest online retailer, amazon.com, is not doing that right now. And believe it, Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, knows all about Bitcoins. And he knows he, with him blessing that virtual currency, uh, that itself would, would, would really legitimize it. Uh, but that hasn't happened yet. Um, And that's a conversation that, you know, I mean, you're the expert on Amazon, Brent, and I know you're writing a book on them. You know, do do you think that a guy like Jeff Bezos would would ever want to get into this controversy?
0: Yeah, that's a really, uh, that's a fascinating question because we all know Bezos is, he lives on the edge. I mean, they, they have done so many things in so many industries that have changed the game for, you know, for us to shop and for us to read and for us to do so many different things, build businesses with web services. Uh, it's kind of, I'm kind of interested in why maybe he hasn't jumped on yet because he's not averse to going into new things and trying new things. And I'm going to put that on you. Why do you think he hasn't done that? Because he has done so much before in other areas.
1: Yeah. It's funny that you say that. I mean, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I I, I have to say, I I don't know Jeff Bezos as well as you do. do. I know you you research the company and you write about the company. Um, Right now, he's trying to create his own market with Amazon's own virtual currency, which right now has limited value. You can only use it to buy Amazon stuff. And, you know, he's getting his feet wet with that. And I I guess his original plan is to try and expand that and make money from that. Um, you know, he might be very concerned with you know, the, the volatility of Bitcoin and um, whether or not he even wants to recognize it as a stable type of currency to trade. And maybe he doesn't want to you know, get into the business of being a Bitcoin transaction. I mean, think about it. If, if you and I buy a book from Amazon for you know, 10 Bitcoins, for example, and Amazon accepts those payments, you know, what happens if tomorrow the currency falls out and those ten bitcoins to him are worth nothing. So, you know, maybe he's got other things to worry about right now and other risks that he wants to take and one of the risks he does not feel like taking right now is, is a is a you know, a currency risk on the value of products that he's selling. Um yeah. and that could be the big reason that's holding them back for so all I know.
0: I think yeah, that's a valid point. I think it's a great point. and And I think he's they've always looked at, for, just from my perspective, and kind of looking at uh, what they do and how they do it, uh, it seems like what he's trying to do is break down the barriers and make it easier for the masses, the the regular uh, you know, consumers, to jump on board with what Amazon is doing. And maybe Bitcoin is not something that the regular consumers are even remotely ready for at this point. And so maybe that's, it's just not high on the list if it 's on the list at all, but it 's kind of fascinating to think about. Uh, we heard about uh, some of the the roadblocks or maybe the bumps on the wall uh, How difficult would it be to overcome you know the bankruptcy of uh, with Mount gox if that 's the way to pronounce it. Uh, is there any other way you can see Bitcoin hitting the mainstream if a Bezos doesn't jump on board?
1: Well, you know, there are some very well known and well respected supporters of Bitcoin. I mean, even Ben Bernanke, the former Fed chairman, um, you know, has not dismissed the idea of Bitcoin and, and virtual currencies in general. Um, you know, Mark Andreessen, a very well known you know, venture capitalist, uh, you know, an investor, he himself has, has has said that Bitcoin and virtual currencies like it are now part of the future. And, and you know, the more people with reputations and credibility that get behind it, and the more other sites uh, that that start getting behind it, and legitimize it, you know, it's very possible that without Amazon being involved, um, you know, enough credibility and enough value can must, and enough stability can be given to the currency that ultimately uh, somebody like Amazon does start to accept it. But I still think that you know, Bitcoin itself is just not going to be reality until, you know, Amazon.com steps up and says, we are going to accept this as currency. So, and I remember, you know, you know Jeff is this, his, um, he loves PR, and, you know, we know when he made that announcement about, you know, your packages being delivered by drones to, to consumers <laughs> all around the country, and he did that, when did he do that on Black, on Cyber Monday or something, is when he made that announcement, you know?
0: So, I remember it you know, was actually... 60 Minutes, uh, the Sunday before Cyber Monday, he had the Charlie Rose uh, interview, the segment with Amazon, and that's where they broke out the drones, and the, the Twitterverse went crazy, man. It was, it was almost crazy. sort
1: of Crazy, like, and, you know, and he's a genius for thinking of that, and, and he's still standing by saying, you know, drones will be a reality. He, he's just recently said in the next four to five years, yeah. um, and I still think that you know he, he's a very, very good PR and a marketing person, and knows exactly when uh, to make the, you know, to get the most exposure he can for Amazon.com. And, um, you know, Bitcoin itself has been receiving so much media attention that, you know, it, it might be enticing for him to jump in just because of the attention it would generate for Amazon. Um, so that, that, it's, it's interesting to see what, what he's ultimately going to do.
0: So the bottom line question here, uh, let's peer out two or three years, is Bitcoin something that small businesses are going to have to pay more attention to in the next couple of years, in your opinion?
1: Um, I think it will, and I'll tell you the reason why. It's cheaper and it's easier. There's no transaction fees with Bitcoin. <laughs> so, you know, small businesses, I mean, when you and I walk into restaurants and delis, they don't accept, you know, they only accept cash. They don't take credit cards because they got to pay the transaction fees, all that kind of stuff. You know. For people that's doing business online and they use a credit card or a payment processor, they're paying fees. Bitcoin doesn't have that. So the actual transaction is easier and there's no cost to a business owner. And uh, you know that, that's a pretty big enticement for the, for the clients that I know that where their margins are fit enough to begin with.
0: I'll say this, it would be fascinating because I, I recently had a chance to speak to uh, the gentleman that designed uh, Amazon's first website, and I asked what in the early days, what were you guys focused on? And he said well, we weren't focused on selling books. We were focused on getting people to trust the fact that we could, they could order online and get their book, and not have to worry about their credit card information being uh, insecure.
1: All right.
0: So. If they were there at the beginning of e-commerce. It would be kind of interesting if they did jump in, and, and what impact they would have. But until then, I guess we'll just have to be looking out our windows, looking for drones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did say uh, Amazon at one point when they first started up, they were one of the biggest missions was to save their customers' cost, particularly on sales tax as well. Yeah. So uh, you know that was that was one of the their, you know one of the big benefits of buying books online. is You have to pay that sales tax, yeah. and that was their cost. You know, their value proposition. So, you know, I mean, they've always been about customer service Amazon and making things easier and as cheap as possible for their customers. And that's why I think, look, you know, this could certainly, you know, Bitcoin could be a customer service tool and a real benefit. So, you know, as it grows in popularity, if enough customers are yelling for it, they'll ultimately do it. I will say this, much: is all the talk I'm doing about Bitcoin, both you and I. I don't have any Bitcoins. I'm scared. I'm scared of them. (laughs) So, So there it is.
0: So for now, we'll just be talking about it. has <laughs> been a great conversation. Uh, where can uh, we point people to online? To, oh, there's so many different places. But where's the best place for folks to kind of follow what you're doing?
1: Oh, uh, you know, my website is marchgroup.net, dot pnet And then from there, you can find anything you want about me and stuff that I'm writing about.